Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the cats. And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and together Curtis and I are here every day, Monday through Friday, talking to cats. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, you can hear it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This edition of the show, we got to talk some more NBA, uh, some real estate. There was a former Kentucky player back in Lexington. And who knows what else. Uh, But let's start with something that we didn't get to on the last edition of the show, which was technically an excerpt of another edition of another show when (laughs) Kyle and I talked on Cameron Mills Radio. That that was very convoluted and confusing trying to put that together, Kyle, because your phone broke up and there was a whole... (laughs) It was was an order. But anyway, now we're back live together in person. Uh, We didn't get to talk because it happened late at night and maybe even in the morning at that point. Jamal Murray... Signed a monster extension, and uh, it's going to get paid. $170 million. Um, Cal's had some uh, some pretty impressive uh, max deals come out of his guys here lately. Um, you know, even going into this period of free agency, they were already over the $2 billion mark for career earnings. And that counts, you know, contracts that are underway because... Basically, all these NBA contracts are guaranteed money, um, but they were already over two billion before that. And this is interesting from from our guy Scott Charlton on Twitter. The last four max extensions for Kentucky players: John Wall, four years, one hundred and seventy million, which was huge for him because then he got hurt and you know may never be the same player again. Um, but he's getting that money. Devin Booker, five years, one hundred and fifty-eight million dollars carl anthony towns five years 158 million dollars and jamal murray five years 170 million and i saw something that said he is now the highest paid canadian athlete in history yeah he passed andrew wiggins when wiggins did his extension to a max and a he's couple accomplished years ago. quite a bit more than andrew wiggins honestly at this point <laughs> yeah i mean playoff success wise and team success wise he has and, a- and individually he's a better player than andrew wiggins um but that's one, two, three, four players with a combined $656 million in contracts. Wow. That is, that's just their current contracts, and that's just four guys. And I think Kentucky had, what, 29 players or 30 players play in the NBA last year. Um, it's pretty crazy. I'm, I want to look this up at some point. I just haven't had time yet, but... You know, Julius Randle got three years, what, $63 million, average of $21 million a year. He was our, This is his third contract? Yeah, technically, because I think the last one was a short one, though. Yeah, but he, I think he got paid pretty well to go to New Orleans, and he was in L.A. for three or four years. So he's probably pushing $100 million. I wanted to look up how many guys Kentucky, Calipari has had at Kentucky that are at a hundred million in career earnings. It's gotta be a pretty I mean he might be at double digits. Yeah. You've got cousins is definitely at a hundred million. Uh Wall. Bledsoe, I think. Uh Davis, Towns, Booker, Murray, Randall if he's hit that mark. That's eight. Am I missing anybody? Darnell Dodson? Kid Gilchrist? I mean has he has he gotten like a huge deal? I don't think he's gotten a monster one. He got a pretty good one. But I mean, one. he's been in the league a while now, though. Yeah, I mean, but I, I don't think If he stayed he... in the league, he was a number two pick. And if he stayed yeah. in the league since 2012, 
eight years, he might, or seven years, he might uh, be getting close. I mean, they, they're probably at eight, eight, nine, ten guys with a hundred million career earnings. That doesn't count Rondo, who didn't play for Cal and some mm-hmm. of those guys, but pretty impressive. Cal would probably throw Derrick Rose if he was going to make the list, because I know... Rose well, he is, certainly made over $100 million. Yeah, because he got re-signed to the Pistons, so he's making more money. Um, yeah, so that's, that is a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's crazy to see. This in, NBA free agency has been pretty ridiculous, and circling back to another Kentucky player who, when we talked last, Kyle, had was going to be a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder next season... Now, <laughs> now that's yeah. up in the air. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll just read Woj's tweet real quick uh, from yesterday. Free agent Nerlens Noel has asked OKC for time to reevaluate their earlier commitment on a new deal, and sides are continuing discussions, league sources tell ESPN. So right after it was broken that he was going to sign with, with Oklahoma City, he apparently on his Instagram, I think. Instagram story. Just posted a bunch of question marks. Yeah. <laughs> so that was your first clue that maybe he wasn't on board. Like, can you imagine that? Like your agent brokers this deal and he's like, okay, Nerlens, this is what's happening. And he's like, wait, what? But Nerlens? I'm also not totally shocked that Nerlens would be at the center of a boondoggle. <laughs> He's or, he was already at he, last mean, yeah, time he was a free agent. He was involved in one, right? Draft night boondoggle. He he completely or his agent completely blew his last opportunity to get paid. He he turned down a deal in Dallas that was worth like fifty million dollars, and he took like he ended up getting like not a month. I mean two millions, or three two yeah. or three million. I mean it was like a a paltry deal in Oklahoma City, and that was the thinking going into the offseason, that they weren't going to pay up, and he was going to have to go somewhere else to get paid, and you know maybe he was going to join, maybe he'd go to the Lakers. We talked about that last night. Um, now I guess that's all still up in the air. I mean, there was some buzz that he could end up on the Lakers. The Lakers need players. Yeah, They don't have a lot to give, but they can, you know, I assume they can pay him a little better than what he was making last year in Oklahoma City. I, I don't know. I, what I know, do you I know, think about o- this? OKC was going to have to clear some space, like get rid of some other contracts, to, to be able to pay him. I do think they liked him. I mean, metric-wise, he played pretty limited minutes, but if you look at his actual metrics, uh, like extrapolated out, um, advanced stats, he was very effective when he played. I wonder if there's enough time for him to get on the Space Jam 2 <laughs> payroll. Yeah, exactly. We're only paying you uh, $50,000 a year, technically, but you are now one of the villains in uh, Space Jam. I, he would be like a perfect, like just long and lanky and just, he look, I mean, we talk about Anthony Davis being an alien. That is something we haven't even talked, discussed yet. Is Anthony Davis on the, is he on the Monstars? <laughs> Which side is the he brow on? The brow on the Monstars? That would be great. He actually, you know, that that would be pretty a pretty good storyline. Yeah, that would be fun. I like it. Like maybe he's a mole because there was, there has been TMZ leaked photos of them I think it was like a pseudo all-star game, so I'm guessing they're going to do the exact same thing where talent gets stolen or something along those lines where there's like a congeal moment where all these guys are together and then something happens. But, yeah, because AD was also in the, this is a lot of alien talk, the Men in Black International, whatever that latest sequel was, you know when they were running them all through the final? Oh, right. With Thor and the other um, Marvel lady uh, that was also... Captain uh, Marvel? No, um, she was also in Thor's. What are they? I don't know what's what are Thor's people. Oh yeah, I don't know. the I don't know, uh-huh. Valkyrie or something. She was you, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the anyway, those two are in the Men in Black International, and there was that was the whole. It was kind of a ridiculous commercial because they were just like with NBA stars and they're like, "Are you an alien?" And then Chris Paul grew eyes in the back of his head. Russell Westbrook was just morphing, and I forget what Anthony Davis's superpower was. I think he just like extendo armed or something, but it wasn't like a regular one. It was like it's, it's unfortunate CGI. that you would use him and not do something eyebrow related. Or like he like takes his eyebrow off and uses it as like a like a super lasso. Maybe maybe they they felt that that was played out. Um, okay, so that's I guess about. Well, I'll tell you what, we're gonna take a quick break and mention one more guy in the NBA. But that was because he was back in Lexington on Sunday. But before that, do want to mention Twillery. If you go to twillery.com slash locked on right now, you can get an awesome offer if you use the promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D. Oh, and that'll get you $25 off your order. Uh, Twillery has awesome shirts, but are able to gr- offer great prices for multiple reasons. But one of the reasons is if that they ask you to shop in bundles, which gives guys access to shirts that their competitors are selling for $100 or more, and you get the shirts for just $55 per shirt when you shop in bundles. They also offer free shipping and returns, plus free brush nickel collar stays are included with each shirt. So that's already a ton of value when you are involved in the shopping bundles. And then if you go to twillery.com slash locked on, that's T-W-I-L-L-O-R-Y dot com slash locked on. And use the promo code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You get $25 more off an already great deal. So check it out. Go to twillery.com slash locked on today you are locked on kentucky part of the locked on podcast network michael kigilkis was back in town um you know we often talk kyle about great guys in in the basketball game michael kigilkis fits that mold he was back in lexington on sunday hosting a um basketball camp for special olympic athletes in kentucky Uh, there were some awesome pictures to come out um, he interacted with the the athletes. Obviously, if you don't know um, Special Olympics, um, they do sports with people that have uh, handicaps and disabilities. Um, and Michael Kidd Gilchrist had the the speech impediment that was well documented and have a, has, just seems to have a soft spot for anybody in need and specifically kids. Uh, the videos and and photos that came out of the event are always kind of heartwarming, and it's cool that he he comes back on the pretty regularly to do these kind of events. Yeah, and he also embraced that pretty early. Um, it was something towards the end of his time at Kentucky that he started to become comfortable saying, like, hey, I, I, I've dealt with this. You know, when he first came here to Kentucky, people, a lot of people know the story that he he had dealt with that speech impediment. And I think they were he and they were really nervous at UK about putting him in front of this giant horde of media that we are covering Kentucky basketball. So it took him a little extra time before they put him out there. They tried to work with him and give him some ways to sort of deal with that. Um, and I was always struck by just how much he wanted to do it because he wanted to overcome that issue, you know, and get comfortable with it. And he was always like, if I, if it was me dealing with that and I stood in front of all of us reporters, I think I'd it'd be easy to be a little short or surly. And he was always had a giant smile on his face and it was like glad to see people and Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to work through this. And, uh, and towards the end of his time here, he, it was clear he, as he knew he was going to make himself a bunch of money and become 
a well-known athlete mm-hmm. that he was going to use that to encourage kids. And I think one of the first things he did when he got to Charlotte was to go um, talk to a bunch of kids that had dealt with speech impediments and sort of encourage them. I think that's continued to be a uh, a special thing for him. And then this is kind of just an extension of that. And I would just say I'm not surprised and that whenever people ask me, like, who's the best dude you ever covered at Kentucky, like the back, like best actual person. Yeah. And we've mentioned this before as well. I'm always hesitant because we don't know any of these guys beyond what they want us to know for the most part uh, to say, oh, this guy's a good guy. Because yeah. there have been guys I thought were good guys that turned out not to be good guys. Um, you know, <laughs> all, all through sports. I don't yeah. mean anybody specifically yeah. at Kentucky. Um, there's been, yeah, I mean, there's I'm a- pretty confident with Michael Kidd Gilchrist in saying, like, that's a good dude. Um, for... I can at least say this for for my exposure to the to these people. There's nobody better that's been as a human being that's played at Kentucky than Kid Gilchrist. And you know, Carl Anthony Towns is probably on that list of just like you walk away saying like that's a good dude. Um, but Kid Gilchrist to me will always be sort of at the top of the list of like man, I am amazed at what a nice human being this guy is. Just genuinely. Humble and nice. Yeah. And there haven't been a ton of jerks. <laughs> no, there haven't. I mean, so, I mean, I, that, that's the thing that when you're weighing in on that, that carries even, I think, a little bit more weight because it's kind of, you know, the best of the best in the sense that we haven't had to deal with a ton of buttheads <laughs> with media um, in the UK um, community. Uh, but yeah, you know, the, I, I completely echo those, all those sentiments. I didn't get to cover uh, MKG a ton. Um, just kind of on the periphery, I was kind of starting out there, but it, him coming back and always giving back, it seems like to whatever community he's at, be it Charlotte and be it Lexington, the two that he's most connected with, uh, just continually comes up. Uh, and it just kind of sucks, and I feel like I've talked about this a ton, but with him, he's often pointed to, and right now, Michael Jordan and the Charlotte Hornets are currently just being berated because they, they're terrible at managing uh, rosters and <laughs> giving contracts. And Michael K. Gilchrist is an example that gets brought up as a as a missed draft pick. And to be completely fair, on the court he was as the number two pick, didn't live up to that. But there were factors that he's been injured yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, and I've said this on on some other platforms. Basically, you know, you get you get hurt and you can't work out in the off season. It's tough to improve a jump shot. It's tough to get stronger uh, and you know put on a, a the weight to maybe transition into playing that forward where he can be bang in the post, which would have been two, two pass in his career that would have really helped him. And he was unable to do both because of injuries to a certain extent. So it kind of sucks that, I mean, it all boils down to numbers and wins and losses and all those things. So it's fair to say that he was a disappointment from where he was drafted, but there were factors that went into it. Yeah, yeah. But um, one thing I looked up while we were talking about him, we were talking about $100 million men, and, and if Kid Gilchrist is getting close, he opted into his $13 million uh, salary for this coming season, which will bring his career earnings to almost seventy-three million. That's, so, I mean, yeah, he's <laughs> made himself, well, and, and he won't, and he'll get another contract. Yeah, there's somewhere. No, yeah. You know, I mean, there's a very, I would say, it is likely at this point that he'll make a hundred million in his career because, I mean, if he's worth thirteen million now, um, you know, unless you know the wheels fall off for him, but if he signs a two-year Twenty-five million dollar deal. He's almost to a hundred yeah. million dollars. So good for him. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I'm. I it's, it could is, not be happier for somebody to have 
sort of had a life changing, you know, he, he certainly wanted to take care of his mom and all those things. Um, he, he's had a, and that, that's the other thing I would bring up. He, he brings his mom all over the place. Uh, when Kentucky was in the Bahamas, uh, 2015 Bahamas, preseason, we were in this little, just, I mean, it was different this year. This past summer, they played in the ballroom in Atlantis. It was really nice. That yeah. year, they I played great time. off, like, several miles off of the resort in this, like, unair-conditioned, unupdated, like, high school-type gym that looked like it hadn't been touched in 30 years. And it was just in the middle of summer in the Bahamas. It was sweltering in there. Uh, and, like, one, like, the third day... Michael Kent Gilchrist walks in the gym with his mom. He like knew they were down there and he wanted to come see the guys and see Coach Cal and he just flew his mom to the Bahamas and like he was like, I wanted I walked up to him, hadn't seen him in like three years, and he was like, What's up, man? That, and then we're flying out. That's that kind of I, I almost feel like those little stories and I don't mean this in the grand scheme of thing, giving back and doing special Olympic charity stuff is is really important. But to your point about not n truly knowing guys, I feel like some guys might do that to get the PR. And I, I don't think he's doing that. But like the story about just flying your mom yeah. on a little vacation just kind of shows a lot about your personality. And of all the places, like two of all the places you could go. I mean, it's not like Bahamas. It's like, oh, I, he flew to Arkansas to, <laughs> to see Kentucky. But the fact that like he wanted to go yes. see his yeah. old team, like, uh, after being there for a year, a lot of these guys too. That's one thing I'd say. They they have a deep connection to the city and the the school and to Cal and Kenny and those guys. For, considering a lot of them are only here for a year, yeah, or two at you know most. I mean, Isaac Humphreys comes back here. He he left, like yeah. left without getting drafted. Like he just he, it was maybe a little too much for him here. And yet he he's launching this you know music career. He wants to do a fundraiser. He comes back to Kentucky to do it. Yep. Coming up next, we'll talk about another one of those one and none guys. Uh, interesting story on Anthony Davis, plus uh, real estate talk, uh, and a quick note on uh, Freddie Maggard and his decision to resign from his job with UK football. This is Locked On Kentucky, your team every day. So, Kyle, if you are you in the need for a new house? This isn't an ad read, by the way. No. <laughs> no, we moved a lot since I've been here in Lexington. We're in our fourth place since we got here in 2011. Well, that's a lot of moving. But if you need a, a Miami, well, this is actually, I guess technically you don't have to move here. This could just be a rental spot. Uh, if you got 90 k a month and you're looking for a nice <laughs> Florida spot, there is a 1.2-acre uh, property with 118 feet of water frontage. Uh, it is a luxury abode that offers eight beds, ten and a half bath, and is 9,700 square feet of living space. And if you'd like to rent this spot, you can make that check payable to Rick Patino. I feel like 90000 is like outrageous, though, because, I mean, why would you rent if you could afford 90000 Like, wh why would you rent if you could afford $90,000 a month? Why would you rent? I I don't know. That's a that's a million dollars a year. I mean, oh, ninety k a month. It's it's one point. It's just short of one point one million dollars a year in rent. He tried to sell it for just under twenty six million in twenty sixteen. This is all according to Realtor dot com. Um, he purchased it 
Uh, oh, it's still available for purchase right now. So if you want to buy it, this is also an right. option for you, Kyle. Just a $23.9 million. I would think you could buy it. Yeah, if I you mean, like, up- if you could come up with 90000 a month, just buy it. <laughs> like, surely the mortgage is not much uh, maybe. more than that. I mean... Maybe he's renting... Nah, I just probably shouldn't speculate about guys <laughs> having to move money around in South Florida and what they're up to. But yeah, I, I just I, I don't comprehend uh, why anyone would rent <laughs> if they were if they had a one point one million dollar a year budget for housing. Yeah, but that was I just saw that on social media. The great Oscar Combs shared that link on Twitter, and I found it interesting. It's that, beautiful house. That, it's, oh, it is. It's on, a very Miami house. It, it looks, is stunning, to yeah. be honest. Uh, I so. believe that's. I think that's where the 98 team or 96 team had their big reunion. reunion. I think they yeah, had the teams. I think it was at his house. Yeah, it was partially down there. I think they rented a boat as well. Um, so, yeah, go check that out. I'll, I'll go ahead and right now while I'm thinking about it, I'll share the link on, on uh, the show social media on Twitter. Um, okay, so Anthony Davis, I guess he talked – did he talk to – it was at the LA, LA Times, you said? Yes, the um, LA Times. About why he didn't do the kicker and take his $4 million – um, and you know, it was about with what you would expect for a guy who is now, and I mean this in a completely positive way, chasing the championship. Yeah. Um, Aresh, I hope I say his name right. Aresh Markazi, um, of the LA times tweeted the, uh, his story in the, uh, with this teaser, the Lakers have max money and are pursuing Kawhi Leonard right now. And that's that one of those moves we talked about could totally reshape the league it would make LA a major contender. Uh, because Anthony Davis chose to waive his $4 million trade kicker. That had to happen or they couldn't max out another guy with him and LeBron. And the quote from Anthony Davis is, money comes and goes, your legacy is forever. I think that's way more valuable than any monetary value. So let's also put in context, he didn't. he's not playing for peanuts. <laughs> he's got a <laughs> massive contract. Well, I, $4 million in the career earnings of Anthony Davis is not a huge sacrifice. Um, also, we've joked and it's probably not a joke. I mean, he's in the new Space Jam movie and they can pay him whatever they want to pay him. You're a journalist. I they're going to make a billion dollars on that movie so they can pay him whatever they want to pay you, him. Is that open? Is That, that isn't public information, right? You'd have to dig, I would assume not. No. Dig to Mo- how much you're talking about movies? Made? No. Yeah, like, uh, I don't think they have to. I mean, it'll probably be reported because um, that stuff always seems to get out one way or another. Yeah, people but, in Hollywood like to talk. But uh, but I would say, you know, he, he he made an effort to make sure, he did something to, to make sure whether it really hurts him or not. Nobody wants to come off of $4 million uh, to make sure that they have a chance to be a now. How mad will he be if he does this and then they don't get Kawhi Leonard and they just get a bunch of bums? Uh, probably pretty mad, but uh, it 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 seems like there's a really good chance they're going to get Kawhi Leonard. So yeah, that's crazy. And you know we're recording on it is Monday morning, ten thirty ish, and by the time you're listening to this, possibly could be <laughs> it could yeah, already be right. done. Who knows? Even though. It seems like Kawhi is going to take a little bit of time, and the whole NBA free agency deal got kicked off like gangbusters, mainly because Kevin Durant decided to decide super early. Right. So I'm sure all the NBA writers, while they didn't get any sleep on Sunday night, are happy that, <laughs> that some of the biggest stories are already done, and they can 
relaxed to the extent of they just got to focus on a few things now. Yeah, I saw like, I think SI had like a ranking of like the top 75 free agents or something and only two of them are still on the board. <laughs> Kawhi crazy. and Nerlens Noel? Yeah. <laughs> Kawhi and the... Boogie, I guess. Yeah, probably Boogie. That probably is it. Yeah, Boogie. Um, but yeah, as we're recording, I made a list. Um, yeah, uh, Demarcus Cousins, Nerlens Noel, and Rajon Rondo are the guys that I'm aware of off the top of my head. Former UK players that hadn't hadn't signed anything at this point. And there's rumors. I saw a tweet from an NBA reporter about the Lakers potentially um, offering Rondo the vet minimum. So, oh, interesting. Yes, yeah. here's another interesting tweet. I'm ready. Which. You can't you can't hassle me anymore about tweeting while we're podcasting because you tweeted out the Rick Patino realtor. That was super easy to do. Link. I hit share tweet <laughs> as I was reading from the story uh, of the from Tom Haberstrow of the twenty four all. This is pretty crazy. Of the twenty four all stars who played in the twenty seventeen All Star game, so two All Star games ago, only eight have not switched teams. Wow. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. Greek freak Kyle Lowry and John Wall, and two of those might not play at all next season because they're injured. John Wall and and uh, Clay Thompson. That's nuts. So there might only be next season in terms of actually playing for the teams they were on in 2017. Only six of the 24 All Stars. <laughs> That's wild. I mean, the league is the league has completely turned over in the last few months. Yep. Or, I mean, in the last 24 hours. Yep, without a doubt. Um, we'll wrap with a note. A lot of people have been discussing this. Freddie Maggard, it was announced uh, Friday or Saturday. Derek Terry, our buddy from the Cats, was the first, was the first person I saw report this story. Um, Freddie decided to resign from his position as uh, Director of Player Development with UK Football. Today, his wife, uh, Jen, Jennifer Maggard, put out a statement to KSR. I'll read that real quick, and then, Kyle, you can comment on it. Uh, she said, this was a personal decision that was made for health reasons and the betterment of our family. We know God is in control and has a plan for us. We would like to thank Mr. Barnhart, Coach Stoops, and the UK family for their support in this decision. We look forward to cheering the Cats on to victory this year. Go Cats. So that people were wondering why it happens, why it happened. There's your answer. It was personal reason on Freddie and his family's end. Yeah, just wish the best for Freddie. He's a, a friend of mine. I've known him since I got here, he's one of the first people to reach out to me. Um, and uh, he's been a good friend for a long time. He's a good dude. Uh, cares a lot about Kentucky football. I don't know if anybody, yeah. if I know anybody that cares more. And I know that was a, a, a thrill for him to be on that staff. It's also a grind. Yes. College football coaching staff and anybody. any role. Yes. And, and some of those support staff roles. Um, and if you know Freddie at all. He takes a job and like does it to the very last, you know, ounce of his energy that he has. And I know that he was, he was attacking that job the same way. And so it, that can be a lot. So I hope, hope Freddie gets some time to rest up and uh, spend some time with his family. And uh, she mentioned health reasons there. Hope, hope Freddie gets healthy and uh, gets himself right. So thinking of you, Freddie, and uh, take care of yourself, buddy. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast. That's how you really, really help uh, make this more visible. And then the way you can the most help is 
share the podcast with somebody else who would enjoy just share it on social media, share it in a text or, you know, just share in person. Say, look up Locked on Kentucky on your favorite podcast player. It's super easy to do. We're on all the major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of them. Um, just search Locked on Kentucky and you'll find us there. You can follow us on social at Locked on UK on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. Hear me weeknights, 6 to 8 p.m. on Big Blue Insider on 630 WLAP and Sunday mornings on Sunday Morning Sports Talk on the same station. You can read Kyle on The Athletic and follow him on Twitter at Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon. You are Locked On Kentucky, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. These levels are low. Why that is? Okay. Check, check, check. This mic. Say something, Kyle. Check, check, check. Okay. Uh, let me get that press release up real quick. All right, you ready? Let's do it.